I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal here with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson, who always gives us great warnings so we can avoid scams. What do you have for us today, Vicki? Hi, Patty. Well, today I want to share a story that I got from a couple who called my fraud hotline. They were victims of a scam that seems to be just rampant right now, at least in Santa Barbara, and it's a very dangerous scam. So I'm going to call this couple Mary and Joe, which not their real names. And this all started when Joe got either a phone call or an email from Amazon. And he was told that somebody in Texas had bought something on his account for about $1,100 and Amazon just wanted to verify this. And they gave him three options to respond. He could press one for yes, two for no, or three to speak with somebody. Wow. So I'm sure he thought it was legitimate. It seems like it could be legitimate and that Amazon was just exercising their due diligence in confirming a purchase. So what did he do? Well, he pressed three and a man answered who identified himself as Mike Cooper, badge 2693, from the Office of the Attorney General of the Social Security Administration. He said he was dealing with case number LB1810. So right away, the scam went from an Amazon problem to a much more serious sounding problem involving the Social Security Office. Of course, that does sound very official. And what happened next? Well, Mike Cooper then turned the call over to a man calling himself Officer David Freeman, and he gave a phone number based in Washington, D.C. Now, Joe right away questioned his authenticity. He had his doubts, and David sent him a photo, and it was a photo of himself with the words Social Security Administration Office and also a badge reading Office of Inspector General Special Agent 2495, and the badge said United States of America Department of Labor. And this was kind of strange. David also provided another phone number, which was a Hong Kong number. And he said that this was his personal number, but he could be contacted on that number. So why was Joe so lucky that they were interested in him? Well, David, Officer David, as he called himself, told Joe that somebody had his social security number and it was associated with a criminal investigation taking place in Texas. And it had something to do with drugs and that Joe was considered a suspect while they were completing their investigation. So Vicki, this is reminding me of scams that we've heard of before, where it ends with the scammer telling the victim there's a warrant out for their arrest and they need to make bail, and sometimes it's even with gift cards. That's right. That's the old scam. This one has a much more nefarious twist. David told Joe that David's office was trying to protect Joe because the criminals who had his social security number might have access to his bank account. And he told Joe that Joe needed to wire the funds in his account to a bank in Hong Kong to keep those funds safe. Oh my goodness. And so did Joe wire the money and how much? Unfortunately, he did. And he wired 338 
$1,000. And he wired it all in one afternoon. And the scam went on. David kept Joe on the line for long periods of time during the day and then set a time to call him each day to check in because David said he didn't want Joe to skip the country with the money. But Officer David also said that the money would be returned two days later by a cashier's check and that Joe could meet with a D.C. security agent in Santa Barbara and show him or her some specific code numbers, which the officer gave to Joe. And the numbers, he was told, had something to do with the letters from the DOJ and the Department of the Treasury. My goodness, they have such elaborate schemes, don't they? It's no wonder that people fall for them. You just can hardly believe that people would make up this stuff. I'm assuming Joe did not get his money back, but did somebody else get in touch with him? Yes. Surprisingly enough, the scam continued. The following day, Joe got a call from somebody called Brianna Marks, a D.C. Social Security agent, She said that she and Joe would not be meeting that day for Joe to get his money back because the investigation was not complete. This was because Joe had failed to disclose funds that he had in another account. Oh my gosh, they just want to squeeze everything they can out of this poor guy. So this was a last attempt to get even more money from Joe? That's correct. And Joe called David right away, who said he didn't know anything about this, but started asking about other funds. And thankfully, Joe balked at giving more funds and having to lie to the bank about why he was taking the money out of his accounts. And so Officer David went through the story again, that he was only trying to protect Joe and to keep Joe from having to go to Texas and testify. And He was trying to safeguard Joe's money, and he assured Joe that he was going to get these funds back, too, in a couple of days. But first, he had to go through the wiring process, and then they would go to the Social Security office and meet with the agents in person and get that cashier's check. Oh, my goodness. So what did Joe do? Well, thankfully, at this point, Joe and his wife realized that they were caught up in a scam. And from that point on, Patty, I have to say they did all of the right things. He went to the sheriff's office to file a report. He contacted his bank. He contacted the police in Hong Kong. He changed their phone numbers so the scammers could no longer get through. He had his computer scrubbed, and thankfully there was no malware or viruses installed on the computer. And he also filed reports with the FBI and the Federal Trade Commission, and he did hear back from the FBI after the report was initially filed, but he hasn't heard anything since. Oh, I hope he does get some of that money back. That's such a lot of money. And this was a very complex plan intended to incite fear on the part of the victim. First, they're implicated in a crime. Then someone's going to take all their money. What are the red flags for this type of scam? Well, first of all, be aware that the government imposter scams are very, very prevalent right now. And the FBI is warning everybody to be very suspicious if somebody calls and claims to be from the government. The best thing that you can do if you get a call from somebody claiming to be a government agent is to hang up and call the agency or your bank on a number that you know is accurate. And also, this is interesting, it's illegal for somebody from the federal government to send you identifying information like photos of badges and other documents. 
Secondly, the government is never going to ask you to pay by gift card or wire transfer. They're never going to ask you to send money to someplace by a wire transfer. And third, if somebody does ask you to wire money and tells you that they are from the government, check with your local banker. Your local banker knows about most of these scams. And so if you get one of these calls, stop, think, and call somebody that you trust to ask for advice. Wow, Vicki, that is some great advice. And I had no idea that federal government employees are not allowed to send you identification in that way. Like in a that picture. Way, that's mm-hmm. that's right. yeah. yeah. So right there, you could identify probably a lot of scams. So gosh, thanks for sharing that one. That one seems to be going around a lot now where somebody calls pretending to be from the government and you have to safeguard your money by putting it in their bank account somewhere. So be really, really careful. People are losing a lot of money to this scam. It sounds like it. I do have some good news and also a warning that comes with that good news. So if we have time, I'd like to share. Yeah, let's share the good news. A new bulletin came from the U.S. Attorney's Office about a woman who admitted defrauding elderly victims to the tune of over $100,000. So she's going to be spending some time in federal prison. But what I thought was interesting about this particular article and worth bringing to the attention of our listeners was the kind of fraud that she committed. It was pretty simple, really. She contacted victims whose family members had recently died. And she probably just read obituaries in the local papers, since along with the name of the person who died, they often list family members. So she told these grieving relatives that she was an employee of either a retirement office or a life insurance company, and that the deceased individual had purchased life insurance policies, naming them as beneficiaries. But there was only one problem. The policies were in arrears. And in order for the beneficiaries to collect, they needed to pay thousands of dollars to bring the policies current. And she made these calls on burner phones, so there was no way to trace the call. Now, here's the red flag. She told the victims to purchase prepaid gift cards at various stores and provide her with the 10-digit codes on the back. So be wary of anyone calling after the death of a relative telling you that they are a representative of an insurance company or a retirement system and that there is a policy in your name only if you pay the arrears. Wow, that's good advice, Vicki. And you know, so many times we don't know if someone has a life insurance policy and you'd probably be so very happy to find out that they did and then to have to go through that rigmarole and try to be fooled and have to give money. Gift cards was the big giveaway here. Otherwise, it would be very believable. Very believable. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So Vicki, would you give your fraud hotline number in case anyone wants to tell you about a scam they know about or that they've experienced themselves and maybe even be on our show? Absolutely. Area code 805-568-2442. And I'll repeat 805-568-2442. Two four four two, and I do welcome your calls. Thank you so much, Vicki. You have a great week. You too. Thanks, Patty. Bye. Bye.